Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino here, back with you for another season of Survivor Exit Interviews. And uh, this podcast officially marks our coverage of the beginning of Survivor 25 here, the sixth Survivor season that we have podcast here on uh, Rob Has a Podcast. So we're going to do an exit interview this morning. We're going to talk with Zane Knight, the first person kicked off of Survivor Philippines, asking about his whole experience. And then uh, later on today, we're going to do our full-on episode review podcast. We're going to talk to Yul Kwan, a former tribe mate of the one and only Jonathan Penner, and ask him about what he thought of Penner after one night and everything, the kinds of insights that we will get from one of the great Survivor winners. But, uh, but first... And it's still, I have a total hangover from the great reality TV night of the Big Brother finale, the Survivor premiere. But let's get right into it. Uh, here we have Zane Knight on the line, and uh, let's go ahead and bring him on. Zane, are you there? All right. Zane, good morning. Uh, you're on with uh, Rob Sesternino, and uh, very look, uh, much looking forward to talking about uh, this wild Survivor premiere from last night. I am glad, buddy. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, that's good to hear that you loved it uh, because uh, I know it's uh, tough going to be the first one out on the Survivor. And so let's uh, just uh, get into your game and talk about what was going on out there. Well, look, man, it's kind of like DeLorean. You know, that's how I'm gonna put it to you. Um, you know, he only made the one car, but we still talk about that car today. I yeah. kind of feel like that's what happened last night. You know, I made my DeLorean. You know what I mean? Like. But uh, it doesn't matter. Like that's my season now. You see what I mean? Like that's because somebody made a, a time machine out of that car. That's why we talk about it. <laughs> um, and that's what I'm saying. Ain't no telling what else you getting ready to see out of thing. You know what I mean? Like if America, <laughs> yeah. if America felt it and y'all felt it, and you know. Something else, they got to see more of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, Zane, I got to talk about your uh, influences uh, going into this season. I mean, how much were uh, Russell Hance's game and, and uh, you know, now uh, – and. I know it happened after you played, uh, you know, the Willie Hance on Big Brother. I mean, were, were the Hances uh, an influence on your game? Uh, yes, Russell Hans was a big influence on me. Um, I love watching him. I love the way he assesses the situation. You know, I, I love the way he can come in and make you feel like that, you know, you're the biggest thing in the world. And then in that same second, he can turn around and take you out, you know? And so I tried that, you know, and I, in this, just like in this game in life, we're not promised tomorrow for anything. So yeah. I didn't. I didn't go into it thinking that I was gonna get further than I did. You know, I didn't go into it thinking. You know, I went into it. I'm gonna get what I can get, and I'm gonna get it how I can get it. And so that's why I set my alliances as quick as I did because I was trying to establish, you know, power. Yeah, it definitely looked like you you came out of the gate very fast, but it seemed like you were well liked uh, within this group. Did the plan to say, hey, everybody, vote me out, did that backfire, or were they going to vote you out anyway? Um, Of course it backfired. I mean, I, I had the whole I had the whole crew lined up. I knew I was going into that thing to get rid of Russ. You know, I, I said it from the beginning that my game plan was no celebrities. If they give us celebrities, I'm sending you home. Um, my problem was I, I talked a little too much, um, telling – Telling Malcolm and Russ that I already had alliances with the chicks, that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back there. <laughs> yeah. 
that wasn't a, that wasn't a great moment. Yeah, I, yeah. I, now looking back, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was a combination of things. I think it was a combination of between the, uh, you know, to vote at while everybody might have been, uh, you know, a little annoyed by Russell. I mean, he's such uh, so strong. It would have been hard to lose him with only six people. I think if you had like eight people, ten people, you could say, okay, well, let's get rid of Russell. But to get rid of him and only have, you know, uh, two men left against the these other teams i think that was uh trouble and then uh you know too many alliances well they were scared you know i mean you, you know like you said you got you you got russ who is a seasoned vet here you know i mean he he knows the game he knows what to do he knows how to build fire i mean he is a survivor and like i said i just hadn't built a big enough following yet to knock the wind out of him you know what i mean he he threw himself at the mercy of the court there, and he begged them, you know, please just give me one more chance, just give me one more chance, and that was enough, man. And they said, well, we, you know, you got to do what you got to do, and, and that's how this game works, man. You can't never be mad at what happens, you know. Yeah. Now, how about your conversation with Russell after you were the one that saw him with the note uh, from the Rice, and uh, you assumed that he had the hidden immunity idol, which he didn't, but he did, you know, lie to your face and say, hey, I'm going to vote out anybody who's looking for the idol. Exactly. You know, I was swimming, and I saw him shuffling with it. I, I knew that he had something. Um, and then, you know, he follows me on to the, the water there and, and I'm standing there and I'm listening to it. And the whole time I'm knowing you filling my head up, you know? So that was, that was all the ammunition I needed to go after him. Did you tell the other players about the conversation you had with him that he lied directly to you about the immunity idol? No, of course not. Because, you know, at this point you're still trying to establish your, your reigns here. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if you start giving people, if you start throwing around, that's why I said me telling Malcolm and Russ that I had alliances with the chicks. You know, that's what messed me up. You, you can't tell but so much because then you never know. Russ said it himself. You never know how what you're going to say or how you say it is going to cut somebody else. Yeah. And that one little comment saying, I've already got alliances, well, that makes you distrustworthy now, you know. I can't trust you because you already told me you've already been talking to somebody else. Now, did you know that you were going to go home at the Tribal Council, or did you think it was uh, much more undecided? No, no, no. Come on there, Buck. You didn't see my face? I mean, that was the biggest surprise to me. That's hard to tell. I I walked in that spot knowing that I had it locked down. You know what I mean? Not not thinking. You know, it wasn't even a, a clue in the back of my mind somewhere that I might be I mean, you heard what I said, survival history. That's what we're about to see right here. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and like I said, that emotional, that's how this game works, man. You know, you, you really got to understand that you, you step away from everything else to come into this game. I got to give you credit because most survivors uh, come on here, they talk about their time, and even if they didn't know they were going home, they're like, oh, yeah, I, I knew. I knew. That was, uh, oh, it no, was, it was no, no. Yeah, I ain't got no shame in me, buddy. I mean, I'll I tell you straight like it is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. for the most part, and like I said, for the most part, I think that's the reason why America was so receptive to me is because I didn't fake nothing. You know, I didn't come in here and pretend to be somebody I want. And if it did get me exiled prematurely, then hell, that's the price I got to pay. You know what I mean? But how many players can walk away from this game? And you've probably done this interview enough times to know 
How many players can walk away from this game and be happy with what they saw on TV? Yeah, uh, not many, and especially not uh, the, the first one through. So uh, yeah, I got to say, you got a great attitude about this whole experience. Well, like I said, brother, it was a blessing from day one, and it continues to be a blessing. So I, I have nothing. If I, and I said this um, a couple times before, if you get if you can take anything bad out of this game, you didn't play it right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let me ask you about a couple other people from your tribe that we saw in the first night. One guy that I was really impressed with his game was uh, Malcolm. Uh, did uh, you realize uh, what a strong player he was uh, as far as, uh, you know, all of the sort of uh, manipulating that he was going on? And no, nothing crazy too much, but definitely putting himself in good positions with everybody. Malcolm is Malcolm is a survivor. Um Malcolm is he's got the same thing I've got. He's got the gift of gab. Um yeah. he can he can talk you all day. Um and, and so he's got a good way about him to slide in and, and fool you. You know what I mean? Like he he was doing it. no, I, I don't have any harsh feelings and and I don't think anything bad of him other than awesome game player because like I said, at the end of the day you can't hate the game. You can't hate the player, you gotta hate the game. You know what I mean? If you didn't play <laughs> yeah. it right, if you didn't play it right, that's on you. But you can't never look at another player and say, "Oh, well, he ain't." You know, I can't stand him because he got far further than I did. You know, he was doing mm-hmm. the same thing I was doing. I just wasn't doing it as good as he was. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and what about Denise? With somebody else that we saw, you had a conversation with. Uh, she seemed, you know, genuinely interested uh, in your story. I think she's another player to watch out for this season. But uh, what were your thoughts on playing with Denise? You you can't never judge Denise, and and I think and like you just said, I think that that's the thing that makes her a dangerous player and uh, a good player. You know, I mean, she she came into this game. I, I watched her pregame, her pre precast uh, videos, and um, she said, uh, you know, I'm watching these girls and they're walking around doing their nails, and I'm like, you know, what the hell? I knew from there, you know, she's gonna be, you know, she she comes into this game wanting to win. So you never know what kind of emotion. You don't never know how to assess her. She um she can give you the cold shoulder, or she can, like I said, she can make you feel good. You know. So I never. I'm not one to say I didn't trust her, but I never understood her from day one. Yeah. And um, what about these? What about these two other uh, women that were in your tribe? Uh, Roxy and Angie. Are either of them? Do they know uh, what they're doing as far as uh, how to play this game, or are they uh, just sort of young and impressionable? Um, I think I think of the two, uh, Roxy's probably got a little more understanding of of life and what she wants to get out of this game. Um, Angie Angie's a good player. She's just a little free heart. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, yeah. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I didn't see I didn't see a great player out there uh yet from Angie, but we'll see. Well don't sleep, you know what I mean? Don't I'm know. sleeping. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm passed out. <laughs> this game this game is uh, that's what I love about Survivor. That that's you know, like I said, I think I'm more of a fan than I am um on the other side of it, you know what I mean? I Yeah. That's the thing that I love about this game. You you can look at this show, one show and have a you know a whole you didn't figure out the whole you know everything that's gonna happen and then two shows later you are back on the edge of your seat and that's what Survivor does man so yeah. you know like I said don't sleep well as a fan 
Did you uh, know a lot about Russell Swan, and were you happy to get him out of those three guys that came back? Um, my wife uh, knew who Russ was. Um, like because I have heard, I like you know, previous seasons we watched and stuff. She, I, I listened to what she says about the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Russ was a player that she liked from seeing him. You know, um, way that he went out and as much respect as he showed to the game. So there was a few players uh, that just ran through my mind when Jeff said, you know, they about to, we got returning players. Um, and I actually, you know, it was just like Roxy. Roxy was one of the first ones that said something about Russ uh, that he yeah. stuck in her mind. So that was really weird sitting there listening, and I'm thinking about Russ at the same time, and then, bam, here he comes walking out. You that know? was so weird. It, it was really weird. Like, it was almost like – like, uh, you just felt him, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa, um, supernatural, Russell yeah, Swan. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you just you felt him. And then when he walked up on the boat, everybody knew exactly who he was. You know, that's He's rough, in your head. You know, so. um, but that made me really weary of being on his side. You know, from day one, I kind of looked at Russ as a threat because he's returning. You know, he's already done this before. He has the power to, to snuff you out, you know? Yeah. Uh, do you think that Russell did a, a bad job uh, in the first three days of uh, coming back and playing Survivor, or were you guys just out to get him? It didn't matter what he did. Um, well, I, like I said, I kind of set the tone for no celebrities. He's he's mm-hmm. a liability. He's dangerous. He he has the you know he has the potential to get you out of here. And so I yeah. think everybody. I think everybody kind of took that heed. You know, everybody was kind of like, you know, I mean, he's a nice guy and whatever is whatever, but this is my season, you know. Uh, I'm not here to show respect. I'm not here to to visit, you know. I, I'm not here to be behind the scenes. I'm here to win a million dollars, you know what I mean? So It makes sense uh, to me. Anything, you know, anything that you see that's hanging in front of you, you're going to push it out the way, you know. Yeah. That's what I always say. I tell, you know, anybody who's going to go on one of these shows, first thing you do, get rid of the new people unless they have a podcast. That's really uh, the, the way you want to go. And so <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me ask you this question. How about we saw in some of your uh, interviews, we know you're from Danville, Virginia, which up until this point we said, okay, uh, as far as Survivor's concerned, that's the home of Johnny Fairplay. But you were not a fan of uh, Johnny Fairplay. How come? Didn't he do Danville, Virginia proud? Uh, not, not in my eyes. Um, you know, Johnny Fairplay, he, don't, he didn't come from, I mean, you know what I'm saying? He left here. I've been here my whole life. Um, the moving to California thing, the, the, you know, I met him one time and I was at this thing called Racing Taste and, yeah. uh, Johnny Fairplay come walking in and, uh, he's got a few people with him, you know, and he's like, entourage. yeah, like an entourage basically, you know what I mean? And so he comes walking in he's like, I know, I know y'all want my autograph. I know y'all want my autograph. <laughs> you know, like we so small town here that any little catch of fame is going to just melt you, you know, like you, you Elvis or something when you come walking through. Um, so to be able to take that, um, I'm a champion in my own right, bro. Yeah. Um, it, you know, my town, that's the biggest thing that I've heard this whole way getting to this, coming through. As soon as CBS released the cast, 
You would not believe what my Facebook did. I mean, Danville's Pride. Uh, I got small businesses that are here um, yeah. calling me out on Facebook. You know, do it for us. Do it for you know what I mean? Yeah. So to, so to know that my town accepted me as the new chairman of the title survivor, that's all I, that's all I wanted from the beginning. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, well, maybe – this is all setting up for a future season of Zane versus Fairplay uh, down the, down the road. The battle for the hearts and minds of Danville. Wouldn't that be a good heroes and villains right there? Sure. I mean, don't you, Why don't not? you think we could make another? Well, let's put a little bug out here right now, me and you. They, <laughs> sure. could make a, they could make another heroes and villains, and I could be the hero and go against the villain. <laughs> that sounds good to me. We'll All right, we'll, Danville, we'll look for that be, in a couple of seasons. It'll be Danville's Pride, you know what I mean? That's what we can call it. Whoever comes out, pride. comes out to check. Look, we ain't even got to have a season. Why don't we just do celebrity boxing? <laughs> sure, why not? All right, it's well, Zane, I know you got. I know you got to run. Thank you so much for uh, coming on, and uh, love your attitude after all this. And uh, you know, well, best of luck to you. Hey, thank you, brother. And I appreciate your time. Thanks for the love. All right, take care, Zane. All right, Bye. All right, everybody, there you have it. That was Zane Knight. No, not Wayne Knight. Zane Knight. And we had thought he had a great attitude there, being the first one that kicked off Survivor. And uh, these uh, Danville, Virginia Survivors, uh, I mean, what are the chances that two people from Danville, Virginia could be the first people kicked off of two different seasons of Survivor? Uh, Who would have ever thought it? Anyway, so we got so much more to do today. So... I'm going to be back in a couple of hours with my podcast with Yul Kwan. We'll have Nicole back with us. Should be a lot of fun. We'll go into everything from this episode. Then later today, I'll be speaking with each of the final three from the Big Brother 14 finale, including the winner of that. And in case you didn't see it, I won't say who that is. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, should be a very crazy day. We'll see if I have a voice by the end of it. And then uh, we're going to go to the Big Brother Super Pass party later on tonight. So make sure you don't miss a thing. Subscribe to Rob Has a Podcast on iTunes. Go to robhasawebsite.com slash iTunes uh, to make sure you don't miss a beat. And uh, for you football fans out there, if you want to play in a free fantasy football game for a chance to win $100 this weekend, our friends over at DraftStreet.com have set up again for this week, for week three. If you want to play along against me and other listeners of Rob Has a Podcast, Go to robhasawebsite.com slash free roll. Uh, you're basically going to pick out, your draft a fantasy football team uh, based on salary cap, and you can see all the rules on how to do it. And if you win, uh, you can win up to $100. There'll be uh, 12 people. We'll make some money, get some prizes there against the listeners of Rob Has a Podcast. Uh, and that's from our friends over at Draft Street. And if you sign up for a uh, Draft Street account, if you like what you were up to over there, Check it out and go to robhasawebsite.com slash draftstreet and they will give you a 40% bonus on your deposit up to uh, 150 bucks. But you can play for free this weekend. Go to robhasawebsite.com slash free roll. Play against me. Take a chance to uh, win some money because uh, God knows I never do. Anyway, so hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> Looking forward to uh, another big season of Survivor. So much fun. So much to get to. Uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple hours. Take care, everybody. Bye.